Gimel Nisan Tavshinayin Chet, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Ismach libi vekirbi veyagel dami vachalavi veyarum venisa matzavi le'et yakitz arye velavi Thank <laughs>
Yoni Genut. That's a hit song in Israel. Yismach Libi. Words by Rav Cook. Rav Kohen Cook. And uh, sung by Yoni Genut. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Welcome one and all. Welcome to uh, this week's edition of the Israel Show. We are here each and every Monday, immediately following JM in the AM. That usually translates, that always translates to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, but usually to 4 p.m. Israel Time, but today translates to 3 p.m. Israel Time. Last, last, uh, last one, right? Next week we'll be back to 4 p.m. Israel Time. Because the um, United States has changed the clock to daylight savings, and Israel will do so on Thursday night, this coming Thursday night. Anyway, 3 p.m. Israel time this week, usually 4 p.m. Israel time around the world, wherever you are, whatever time it is, that's the time that we are on. What a world we live in. And on demand, tell your friends. Tell your friends who like Israeli music or who like to uh, hear about what's going on in Israel. Updates. Information that you may not hear elsewhere. Particular take on... uh, on the uh, politics and um, good stories, sad stories, bad stories, <laughs> whatever the news is, we try to give it uh, give it to you. And if you know somebody who's into Israel, likes both uh, analysis of uh, Israeli life and music, please put them on to uh, our show. Coming up, we will tell you about the cynical campaign to rehabilitate the reputation of Ehud Olmert, former prime minister who got out of jail a little while back, has a book out, coming out in the uh, in these days. It was previewed, a, a, a big chunk of a preview was published in Yedir Achronot. They are the publisher of the book as well, so they have uh, obviously all the reason to push it. Big Chunk published in uh, weekend edition of Yidiot Achronot. Gave an interview on Israeli television on Friday night. An hour's interview. So we'll uh, tell you a little bit about this campaign. And I, obviously, you know where I stand. I call it a cynical campaign. We'll analyze that. Um, Winners of uh, the Israel Prize. That is the very prestigious prize that it's that's the highest honor that the state of israel can give um civilian honor non-military honor state of israel can give and this year especially special because of the 70th anniversary we'll tell you about three of the people that have been uh announced during the past week israel destroys another terror tunnel in aza unfortunately three jews were murdered by arabs over this past weekend tell you a little bit about that um another big exit as they call it in Hebrew, <laughs> Exit. An Israeli company was sold to an American company for $3.4 billion. Tell you about that. And other news and information as it comes. And brand new music. Yes, we have. This is so interesting. I discovered over the last few days that once upon a time, Poogie, one of my favorite Israeli pop groups going back to the 80s, Poogie, I should say 70s, going back to the 70s, Pookie recorded a bunch of their songs in English. Um, the one who wrote the words mainly for Pookie was Danny Sanderson. He had spent lots of time in America. His father was an El Al um, uh, executive who had been 
here in the States for a while, and so his son Donnie was here as well. So he knew English, and he wrote a bunch of the Poogie songs in English. He took the songs, didn't translate them, more like sort of gave the flavor of what the song was about in English words, and recorded them. It was a big flop, didn't work, but um, somebody found it. I didn't know about it. I found it on uh, the Internet. And uh, I'm going to share some of it with you. It's very cute. But first, we're going to t- we're going to share with you something from the brand new album of Jonathan Razel. We gave you a taste of it last week. This is a, a album recorded live in Hechal HaTarbut in Tel Aviv uh, with a Philharmonic Symphony of Rishon LeZion. This one is called Nigun HaTzemach Tzedek. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Did it, 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 did it,
Yonatan Razel. Brand new album just released a few days ago. Nigunat Tzemach Tzedek. Tzemach Tzedek, of course, one of the early Lubavitcher Rebbe's. And uh, this is one of, yet one of the many Lubavitch Nigunim that are known worldwide. Um, on the same album, he has a Bell's Nigun. He has several Nigun. Let's see, what does he have here? He has Nigun, Nigun Bell's. And I know that he has at least one other on the album. Very uh, nice album. A lot of the music are uh, songs that he's previously done. Um, classics of his, all the classics, Katonti, and uh, Vahisha Amda, and so forth, done in a beautiful way with a, a Philharmonic Orchestra. So um, that is, uh, it, it's just called Yonatan Razel B'Hofa'abe if you're looking around for it. We lost three f- fabulous people over this weekend. We lost them to Arab murderers. On Friday, two soldiers, one it was an officer, one is a young soldier, uh, both young, um, killed when an Arab decided to um, run them over with his car. Ziv Daus was the uh, officer on Friday. On Friday, the day he was killed, he, he ended his mandatory three years in the army, but he wanted to give more to the state of Israel, more than the three years that are required of him. And he signed up for a permanent service, what's called Sheud Keva. Be a, I guess you would call it being a professional soldier for a period of time. He, he was, uh, as a kid, he was asthmatic. And yet he was adamant, adamant that he would serve in a fighting unit. And he overcame his problems and he was able to do so. It's amazing the the... The sacrifice of these young men is amazing. Netanel Kahalani from Moshav El El Yakim, I think is the way to pronounce it. Moshav El Yakim. Twenty just celebrated his twentieth birthday. A wonderful uh, young man, man, young man. His father said, I thank God that he gave me this boy, Netanel Natanel is obviously the, the name means God gave him as a, to us as a gift. He was a gift. He was a, a wonderful He was beloved everywhere. Always helping others. Always smiling. Ay. And um, yesterday, in uh, the old city of Yerushalayim, on Rehov Hagai, which uh, unfortunately has seen quite a number of terrorist incidents, an Arab um, stabbed and murdered Adiel Coleman, 32-year-old father of four, was a student of uh, history in Mechlal um, Herzog, which is uh, an offshoot of the yeshiva in Gush. He also worked as a um, security officer in Ir David. His mother was interviewed this morning. I heard an interview with her. She was interviewed this morning on the morning program on Reshet Bet. 
and um, I, I don't know where they get the 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 strength the strength both physical and emotional strength to get out and she she just was doing interview after interview and she said she's doing these interviews for only one reason to um, memorialize her son to have his name known by people and remembered and and in whatever way to help whatever he was doing she was sitting outside of the home where her four grandchildren who are now orphaned of their father were waiting for her to enter so the sacrifices continue we'll go to some music and then we'll come back with uh, the rest of uh, our agenda Udi Davidi just came out with a song this is uh, the first song that he's releasing of his eighth album that he's working on in Israel. That's the way they do it. The artists, they're working on an album. They release a couple of songs beforehand to the radio, to YouTube, and so forth. And this one is, um, yeah, his eighth album. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Um, let's see, where was it? Here we go. Um, it's called Ahavat Olam. It was written by him Udi Davidi and his wife Lilach, like many of their uh, songs are, talks about the connection between God and the people of Israel, and the nation of Israel. We, we, we try to feel God, we try to interact with God, but there's a Hester Panim we don't always see, we don't always understand. Hester Panim is, is very, very strong. God's hiding sort of his face from us, we don't see him or understand him directly. I would say that on some level um, we see a lot more than previous generations. So uh, we can definitely say that the previous generations had a lot more Hester Panim. But um, he, the uh, refrain also is based on the Pasuk and Shir Hashirim Perekhet Maim Rabim Lo Yechlu Lechabot Et like great floods, torrential waters will not be able to put out the fire of love. And rivers will not be able to drown it. If a man offered all his wealth for love, he would be laughed and scorned. Ahavat Olam, brand new, just released by Udi Davidi. We will post, as we always do, the link to this song and to uh, all the other songs that we play that have links on YouTube. We'll post them after the show on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank <laughs> you. 
Udi Davidi with another great song. Fresh, fresh, hot off the presses. Just released, literally just released. Um, I think it was yesterday. Based on the Pasuk, as we mentioned, The name of the song is Ahavat Olam. Excuse me. Um, so, as we mentioned... A little earlier, 
This cynical campaign, as I have um, called it, a cynical campaign to rehabilitate the reputation of Ehud Olmert, former Prime Minister, has officially begun. The former Prime Minister of Israel was the first and so far only Prime Minister to ever sit in prison on corruption charges. But Ehud Olmert is a, is a man who is full of himself, self-pitying, very cynical, I believe very corrupt, and has a lot of chutzpah, basically um, has denied everything. This man has been tried in case after case, and has made it out by the skin of his teeth. In most cases, he has not been found innocent because he was proven innocent. In most of the cases, he was found innocent because there weren't enough. There was not enough evidence, for lack of evidence. Now, he's still considered innocent. He was, by the way. He was found guilty by the court in Yerushalayim. And uh, the judge there excoriated him. But upon appeal to the higher courts... They did away with some of the um, guilt verdict and left some of it. He sat in prison. That he got away with a lot of other corruption where he claims, you see, I'm innocent because uh, the courts found me innocent. But the truth is, as uh, journalist uh, Dan Margalit, who used to be a tremendous friend of his, but then when he realized how corrupt he was, turned against him, Dan Margalit likes to say, 11 judges throughout the court system, throughout all the trials that he was in, 11 judges found him guilty of corruption. There's got to be something there. He has an answer for everything. He wrote a book. It's coming out, um, I, I believe, this week. It's published by Yediot Achronot, and so it's not surprising that the uh, newspaper Yediot Achronot uh, published uh, a, a huge spread in the uh, um, weekend edition, Sheva Yamim, with highlights of the book, pages and pages. The name of the book is Beguf Rishon, First Person, where he tells about his uh, his uh, story. Uh, he tells about his time in prison, how he was really a model prisoner, how it was difficult, but yet he did everything according to the rules, didn't ask for any, any favors and so forth, and, and that's probably true. But a good part, and most of, actually, most of the preview, at least, of the book that was released, is him really going after everybody that he doesn't like or that he feels slighted him or turned against him and and many of his friends did he just dumps piles and piles of mud on everybody it's um it's 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 just it, i don't know it, it it was very when i read it i found it very difficult to um to stomach his his feeling of 
I'm totally innocent. And even before, as he was about to go to prison, the day before he was about to go to prison, I remember we spoke about it here, and I, I played to you, for you, part of the video that he released, the audio that he, um, of the video that he released, in which he says, I'm going to prison, but I'm not guilty of anything. But, you know, the court says, I have to go to prison, so I'm going to go to prison. But he, to this day, says, I'm not guilty of anything, I'm not guilty of anything, I'm not guilty of anything. I think there were five or six court cases against him, in which he was charged in every which way, you know, you talk about... And, and he spends a, a good part of the interview with him uh, basically saying why he's different than Netanyahu, although I think that supporters of Benjamin Netanyahu are going to embrace this book because in the book he writes how all these different factors um, came coalesced against him. It was a conspiracy to find him guilty, to get him out of office. It's that's exactly what Netanyahu says all the time. And now Omer is saying that's what happened to him. But at the same time, whenever he's asked, but how about Netanyahu says, that, well, no, Netanyahu is different. I never did such terrible things like Netanyahu. He, 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 was, he, he was charged and, and in, in several cases found guilty of bribery and big, big time bribery, uh, big money. Netanyahu, they're, they're scratching the surface to try and find a quid pro quo where he got something. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Netanyahu. It's hard to say yet, but it's amazing to watch Ehud Olmert, who sat in prison, basically say it's all nothing, it's all nothing, it's all nothing. And the problem is that media in Israel, who love him, like the media in America, who will do everything to trash Donald Trump no matter what he does, even if he does something good, they'll trash him. They'll never say a good word about him. And even when President Obama did some terrible things, they let him go, they covered it up. It's the same way here. They love Olmert, they hate Netanyahu, and uh, they'll keep harping on that. One of the things that I found very disturbing in uh, in the previews of the book, it's in the book, obviously, is that amongst all the people, he goes out, he speaks out, and he throws mud at Barak, Ehud Barak, at Netanyahu, at, uh, of course, Shula Zaken, his longtime um, aide, uh, you know, chief of staff, so to speak, who went with him all the way till the end. I mean, she literally covered up for him for a long, long time until he threw her under the bus and she ended up turning state's witness and turned out that she had recordings that she recorded him telling her, basically telling her to cover for him and he'll pay her afterwards. It's amazing. Witness tampering, what he didn't do. And he can sit there and hear that recording and still say to the um, to the interviewer that it's it's something else. It's it's no, I never told her to do it's just it's amazing. It's it's Clintonesque, I'll tell you. I think it's Clintonesque. I never said that, I never told her to do that, I told her to to to, to not lie, I told her And the reporter uh, this was on Friday night on Israeli television I uh, listened to it, of course, not on Friday night or on Shabbat, listened to it earlier this morning. The reporter that he picked to give this interview, the first interview, uh, Gil Riva, it's as if in America, after the, 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 the Clinton situation, Monica Lewinsky, after all that, instead of going on 60 Minutes, Clinton would 
go on entertainment tonight. That that's what it's like. It's an interview on entertainment. So most of the interview was, oh, how did you feel when you left the house and you had to go to prison? You kissed your wife goodbye. What did you pack? What what did you do? Then they go in a car and they go to Balfour Street, which is where the prime minister's residence is, and they stand outside. How do you feel as you're standing here? Tell us what it was like when you first went into the house. And then they go on to the uh, one of the pedestrian malls and they film people passing by and cheering him and saying hello and coming over it was obviously Shabbat morning he's saying Shabbat Shalom to people uh, interestingly on Shabbat morning you will not find religious people who will probably not be so filled with Ehud Olmert uh, the more right wing Kippasuga people but uh, maybe that's why they went on Shabbat morning I don't know uh, but oh, except for one everybody who passed by posed for pictures and shook his hand and said how great he was and so forth. And one one person that was upset about what they're doing to, to try and, and um, rehabilitate him and, and taking pictures and uh, the movie that's being made, the interview that's being made, she, she is basically yelling and screaming. She's portrayed as this you know, hysterical person who's shrieking about uh, what they're doing here, whatever. And later on, they have Olmert sitting in the car talking on the phone to a friend or a family member, I don't know, and he says, oh, everybody just was so positive except for this one crazy person. Everything in this hour was staged to make Olmert look good. That's why I say it's a cynical campaign to rehabilitate his reputation too many people in the media in Israel are with him, and um, that is why there is a chance that his reputation will be rehabilitated, just like Bill Clinton. Just like Bill Clinton, it's, it's like it's almost like a carbon copy. So one of the things that bothered me, one of the uh, amongst the many that he that he threw under the bus, so to speak, in this book, he had negative. Most of them were politicians. He went goes against the state controller, about uh, the attorney general the judges, everybody. Um, one that surprised me was his criticism of Gilad Shalit and of his parents. Now, I think many people in Israel would agree that the deal that was made for Gilad Shalit wasn't a good deal. But why would the former prime minister who did who during whose time Gilad Shalit was was captured who who didn't make the deal because he felt that it wasn't an appropriate deal to make why would he go and attack this why don't we just let him live his life and just move on this is a quote he he came home he he was returned home for an unacceptable price and i think many would agree with that Gilad Shalit, a no gibar. But here's the part where he just trashes him for some reason. He's not a hero. A no dugma. He's not, should not be held up as a, um, as a model. Lola lechima, not a model of fighting. Lola gilu yomitzlev, not a model for courage. Lola hakrava, not a model of sacrifice. Talks about how he just, you know, he was watching the sports on TV and so forth. I mean, he wasn't tortured, which he wasn't. He he was treated relatively okay because they were holding him 
as a bargaining chip. But what what purpose would he have in all this? And here's the sentence that I believe tips it off. Tov shehu It's good that he's home. Achaval shememshelet Netanyahu so this is his way again of getting back at Netanyahu it's a shame that Netanyahu gave in to the demands the blackmail of the terrorists so even to use Gilad Shalit to get at the Prime Minister during the entire interview by the way on TV whenever Netanyahu was mentioned to the best of my ability to to see this at this point. He never mentioned Netanyahu by name. He always, always said the one who came after me or the current prime minister or something like that. Pretty, uh, I don't know. I I got to say, I'm disappointed. He comes off as being a bitter, sour grapes kind of uh, situation in which he can't find it in himself to say, I did some bad things. He will never say that, it seems. Go to some music. I discovered um, last week that at some point in their history, Pugi, early on in their history, the, the one of our favorite um, pop groups from Israel in the 70s, decided to do a tour of America and uh, as preparation for that they recorded a few of their hit songs in English. Donny Sanderson wrote new words, English words to their hit songs and recorded some of their songs in English. I had never heard this. And you can't really... I mean, the only place that I was able to find anything was on YouTube, a few clips, not great quality. The only way we found out about it is in an interview with Donny Sanderson and Pugi, the whole group on Israeli television for the 70th anniversary of Israel. They were highlighting a few uh, of the hit songs over the years. So they highlighted Yoya, and and he tells that he they recorded Yoya in English, and they played a short clip of it. And I said, oh my gosh, i got to find this. So three songs that I found. I'm going to play Yoya today. We'll play some more over time. Um... In English, words by Danny Sanderson, it is the very familiar Yo-Yo song that we all know, but with English lyrics, it is weird. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
sitting for the mob When asked if he was satisfied I can't stand sitting, he replied Yo-ya, sing it high. Yo-ya, sing it low. Yo-ya, don't ask me why, yo-ya, I don't even know. I got to say, I'm not as impressed with the English lyrics as I was with the Hebrew lyrics. The Hebrew lyrics are really funny. The English lyrics, I don't know, just don't do it for me. But it's just weird to hear Poogie singing it in English with the same... The only difference are the guitar solos, the dueling guitars that you have in the middle of the song... Uh, those solos are a little different. Everything else sounds exactly the same. Anyway, Yo-Ya in English. I don't know when the last time anybody heard that was. Three um, Jewish heroes, let's say, are going to be receiving, amongst others, are going to be receiving the prestigious Israel Prize on Yom HaAtzma'ut, the 70th Yom HaAtzma'ut. It's a special time, and so um, the um, committee, under the leadership of uh, the Minister Ministry of Education, it's under their um, uh, auspices that this is done, um, decided to award uh, David Levy's former minister and um, came to Israel, I believe he was 20 years old, from Morocco. He was a construction worker. He worked his way up as a leader, ultimately became the number two person in the Likud, and he was a beacon of light for many of the um, North African Olim that came to Israel and felt justifiably so that they were uh, not treated properly. And he was a beacon of light to them to show them that it, that there were possibilities for them and to help them pave the way to uh, greater heights and relevance in Israel. Natan Cheransky, I mean, do we have to say more than just Natan Cheransky? It says it all. He also is going to be awarded this uh, amazing, they call it Israel Prize, Prize Israel. It's, it. I don't know, does that make it sound like um, it's something you win in a lottery? I, I don't know, but I don't know if the name is correct, but it's awarded to people who have their special accomplishments, unusual, lasting, impressive accomplishments in uh, Israeli life. And Natan Sharansky is surely one of them. Um, If you haven't read his book, Fear No Evil, you're missing out. You got to read that book. I'm telling you, it's worth every minute of your time and every penny of whatever it costs. And I'm sure it's not expensive. It's, It's been around for many years. And the last one, Miriam Peretz, we, uh, I don't know, I like to say that uh, we were the first over at Jamie and the AM and here on the Israel Show to speak about her here in the United States before many people knew of her. Her biography is out in English as well. Miriam's song, I believe it's called. She wrote Miriam in Hebrew. And it also is moving and inspiring story of a woman who came from North Africa, I think Tunisia. His father never really learned Hebrew. 
and um, she lost two sons in the army and continued with amazing optimism and spirit. She goes around and sp- the country and speaks to, she was a teacher now, she goes around the country and speaks to young people, giving them hope and encouragement, inspiring them to continue despite all adversities. In fact, the wife of um, the murdered Israeli of this morning, I'm trying to remember his name, Adiel Coleman, I believe, uh, his wife, uh, his mother, I'm sorry, who spoke uh, this morning on Israeli radio, said that she asked for Miriam Peretz's phone number, and Miriam Peretz called her and 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 inspired her and gave her chizuk, encouragement. And the interviewer, Adiel Coleman, I'm, I don't remember what I said, but that's the name, Adiel Coleman. The interviewer said, what did she say to you? So she says, you know what? I really don't remember. I don't. I wasn't really listening to exactly what word she was saying, but just hearing her talk and hearing the way she was saying what she was saying inspired me. And, and that's an amazing thing to say about someone. So we have a clip, video clip we'll post, but here's the audio of Naftali Bennett coming to Miriam Peretz's house, which he does on occasion whenever he's in the neighborhood. So it was not like, oh, what are you doing here? She was... She said in an interview that she was totally surprised. She had no clue it was coming, and he tells her that she is going to have be awarded the uh, Israel Prize on Yom Atzmaut, and she starts crying, and she says she's not an ilogeuya, katonti. I'm, 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 I'm. It's not me. It's not. It's not. I'm. 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 I don't deserve. I don't deserve this. And she says it's for my sons. And um, it's an amazing how she accepts this uh, this news. So here's this clip.
That is brand new, released yesterday. Yardena Arazi and uh, Lior Narkis put that out in honor of Israel's 70th uh, birthday, anniversary. Yisrael Shali, it is called. We'll uh, send you the link for that as well. And we're going to end off with another song from uh, Yonatan Razel's new album, and this is a cover of Rav Shlomo Kalbach's Esayinai. This is from a live performance in Heichal Tarbut, accompanied by a symphony, a philharmonic symphony, uh, the philharmonic symphony, I should say, of Rishon Lezion. We will do that right after the thank yous. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all the Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. My very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel and... A Mazel Tov shout-out to Stacey and Nachum on the Bar Mitzvah of Gavri Siegel. He should grow up. The best bracha I can give him. He should grow up, grow up to be like his brothers and sisters. Just wonderful, wonderful family of people. And, uh, and their parents are obviously doing something right. Um, coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, covering the latest in the world of sports and then the great... Monday Music Marathon, until next week. Until next Monday, I should say. Following JM and DAM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you the nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. I'm